Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Mike Heller Show. Brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. Loves White Claws. Call or text the show at 1-877-729-1070. Send a tweet at Heller Sports. Alongside John Adias, here's... Jumping in, hour number two of this Wednesday edition of the Mike Keller Show. Mike Keller and John Audius in studio with you here. Really interesting day for the Milwaukee Bucks. Really interesting to think that the National Football League season begins in eight nights. And that the Packers will play 11 days from now. My goodness. Uh, It is uh, essentially here. Want to talk about being here? How about Amon Green? Amon Green is here. Game on with Amon Green. Brought to you by Budget Bicycle Center. They are open for business with a ton of different bicycles, bicycle parts, tools, accessories, and services. At Budget Bicycle Center, they have over 5,000 bikes on display at their three very different locations rolling along Regent Street. Contact Budget Bicycle Center, 608-251-8413. I'm Mike Keller. That's John Audie. Say, John. Hey, fellas. What's up? And Amon Green is with us. Hello, Amon Green. How you doing, Mike? How you doing, John? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing really good. Um, it, when you were a player and you were a week out from beginning the NFL season, could you feel it? I mean, would would the intensity change? Was there okay? Now we're now we're in game planning mode. I mean, did was that a difference? Yes, it was. It was that time that we knew because practices now were now once a day to meetings being cut back. And then it was more about getting our bodies back and, you know, rested up to get ready for just the one game a week or one practice a week games on a Monday night or Sunday night or, or Sunday afternoon. And then game plan structure was becoming a little bit more tighter than we knew Wednesdays was the first initial game plan, which we basically get a presentation of our overall a presentation from Coach McCarthy, Coach Sherman, Tom Rosley, you know, uh, Tom Clements, the breakdown of what we're going to do offensively and defensively to attack the Titans, the Bears, the Lions, the Vikings, things of that nature. So Wednesday starts it off. Wednesday goes – and then Thursday goes to uh, more of a red zone focus, focusing on what we're going to do in the red zone. You know, if we're in a good uh, position in the game, if we're up points or if we're down points, so situational football. And then Friday was uh, short yardage goal line. And then for the first half of the season with Mike Sherman, I know it was, I remember, 9-7 went all the way till probably after Thanksgiving. And then he finally took the pads off. So there was no more 9-7, no more hitting, which we enjoyed when we were not hitting during the week. Then we could have a fresher, you know, feel, I say most guys, I didn't care because I, I, was, I was a banger. I like to hit all the time. But then most guys were like, yes, the pads are off. 
you could feel a little bit better, more. I feel the feeling of refreshfulness getting on that field come Sunday. So uh, as you look at this now, by the way, just a little uh, kind of a, a little breaking news piece. The New England Patriots have, appear to be uh, very interested in Leonard Fournette. What's your view of Leonard Fournette, one of the big backs in the NFL? A- yes. and, and is that a big back syndrome like Eddie Lacy had later in his career? Or is, is there something at play with Leonard Fournette if he goes to the Patriots? Um, I think. I believe the reason why he left is maybe he probably got on the wrong side, on somebody's bad side in, in Jayville, down in Jacksonville. And that might be the case because I'm looking at Leonard Fournette as when he got released after three years, I'm like, wow, because he's only really been hurt. That's where it's from a production standpoint. And what that was a year ago and now or two years ago. And now the last year he was like somewhat healthy. And then but his fresh or rookie year was a breakout year for him and that team. And so for having him coming into his prime, you know, he's coming into where he's 25, 26, then 27, 28. That's the running back's prime. And for him to be now on the market and the Patriots are thinking about it, I think I believe this could be that another piece of that will where they've already got Cam Newton. They trying to keep that team above water, you know, in terms of competitiveness and to make sure you got another piece of that puzzle. You got Sony Michelle already. You got an outstanding, outstanding offensive line. Now you bring in a guy who is a battering ram and has the speed to do uh, home run, uh, I'll say breakaway speed to go 80, 90 yards, stuff like things like that. And he is a full, uh, to me, a four down, four quarterback or running back. I, I believe like the way I look at it too, Amon, it seems like because they traded in Gokwe to the Minnesota Vikings um, and he took less money to go to the NFC North. I think they're trying to lose for Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, right? They they want to just get rid of as much talent as they can, <laughs> and they just want to say, you know what? Let's just start with the quarterback and see if that thing works. You know, roll the dice that way. To me, it, I mean, it seems like they're not even trying to be like sneaky about it. Like oh, the Dolphins were trying to tank for Tua. <laughs> they're trying to lose right. for Lawrence right now. Right, and potential. I mean, we already know how New England – works they are cerebral they take their time they do things as we know in the past from their history things that are not uh i say are that are frowned upon sometimes but then from a coaching standpoint on that game fields you know game field situation standpoint they do some things that some coaches may not do like the first time i believe i saw bill belichick had his punter take a safety you know, in the, against the Colts it was i'm not sure if it was a playoff game or a regular season game but the game meant something because it was an afc matchup and the punter grabbed the ball and walked out of bounds because they knew with the time left on the clock, giving the guy, giving the team two points and then giving the ball back to them, their defense could stop them from not letting them score points to win the game. And they did. They won the game. So they have that mindset about them. So they are probably doing the setting up the stage for the next couple of years, right? Waiting for Trevor Lawrence to become, you know, the top 10 pick. And then th- there's the replacement to Brady. But then they got four net and then maybe Cam still there. Who knows? but they still have pieces in the puzzle that keeps them competitive. Uh, when you hear the conversation about players opting out their college year right now, uh, even those in the SEC who are scheduled to play in September, uh, if you were a Big Ten player, I'm going to ask you, this is a hypothetical, all right? You're yeah. a Big Ten okay. player, and the Big Ten decides that we're going to start play on Thanksgiving, but you're not going to have a shot at a college football playoff. You're going to play the, the best you can hope for is a Big Ten championship, um, right. And you were a junior, so you know you're going to the NFL next year. Would you play a, an abbreviated late November season, or would you have opted out? 
Um, to be honest, myself, you know what? The way I think, I would have played. Yeah. Because I'm a gamer. Uh, I feel better when I'm out there. I feel better when I get in rhythm. And me getting in rhythm for the big scheme of things. So that year is COVID. You know, no, no, no summer training with the team. No meetings with the coaches. Everything's virtual. And then now we get together. They're getting a plan together. Now I've been on campus. I'm taking classes. But then they say to us, you only have four weeks of football. So maybe four games, maybe three games. That's all you get your junior year. And I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to take it because I want to still stay in that form of mentally and physically preparing for the game every year. Because I know then in December, no, January, February, I'm getting ready for the combine. Combine happens, and then I'm potentially I'm going to get drafted. Then I will get into the professional ranks, which I know there will be football played in the fall. I just got to get my body ready for it then. So, yes, I would say, yeah, I would, I would do it and just make sure I uh, – my university and myself abide by the rules to make sure I do everything to stay healthy and to play the game at the high level. So I'm going and, I'm, I'm, and finishing off and finish sure. off my degree. I'm I'm going backwards in time here. Uh, when Paul Chris talked about when, when the Big Ten uh, decided to pull the plug on playing football this fall, and maybe now they're walking back on it. But let's. Paul said that for a January start to play spring football or late winter foot winter football into spring, he said. It's a lot. To, I don't know that we could do that and ask our players to play two seasons in one calendar year. Do you see that? Um, when he says two seasons, what exactly is he? Well, we're talking. Let's say, I mean, if if the Big Ten did what they're proposing now uh, or proposed initially to play an eight to ten game schedule beginning in January, January, February, March, crown okay. a conference champion. And then go back and play again a normal season next year, beginning at the end of August. That's what he's talking Got about. It. Two, essentially, not a full season, but an eight to nine game season, and then three months away. Twenty and plus then a, games in yeah, 12 twenty months. twenty games in twelve months. Well, for the college player, it'll be new, but for a player going from college to pro, it won't be because that's kind of your schedule. Your your body is getting hit with about 20 games or more if you're on a championship BCS team like LSU players. Uh, myself, I was coming out of Nebraska. I was a national title champ. We beat Tennessee. That was in January of the calendar year, of the year I got drafted. So I played a game or two weeks after January, but then eventually got began training for the combine, and that was the rest of January and all of February. But then once February hit, I got dra- or February hit, and then May and then June, um, draft came and went. I got drafted to Seattle. And the whole time I'm training, I'm working out, I'm lifting weights, I'm running hills, doing wind sprints, doing whatever I need to do to get my body ready. And then August comes, training camp hits. And this is 98, 1998 uh, training camp in the NFL, where rules, everything that we have now for training camp is completely different. So I played probably about two or three games before I be even played my preseason games, the way we practice two a days hitting hard and constantly as we did back then so for me and the question always asked to rookies did you hit the wall me no because i was already ready for it because of the opportunity it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You plan on good teams. I had the chance to play on bowl games every year my three years of college for the kids that don't do that, then yeah, it might be a little bit of a wall come November, December, but for the, t- the key, the teams in the big 10, the ACC that are part of uh, B- uh, BCS teams, they may not hit that wall. They may not feel too heavy. So from a body standpoint, they might be all right. But for what Chris is saying in terms of, you know, thinking about his players, making sure what they have to do, I think as a coach, you have to take into effect and you have to relate that to the energy it takes to plan all that out and consider his players, make sure they don't get taken advantage of or they don't have, they could put their best foot forward and basically have more rest than not because obviously the rules have changed. It's not 1998 no more, 1997. Now it's changed where it's favored to the players to have more rest, to get ready for their games, college or pro. And then college kids, you know, they are then stepping up a level. So I believe it may be too much for them because just the way of the time has changed since I've been on the football field. Um, I was just looking up your Nebraska career, by the way, when you talked about the championship, championship two national championships, yeah. Simon Green. Yes. What do you yeah, do with I those? Mean, what do you have with the? What do you do with those rings? Where do you keep them? I keep them in my closet right now. I got them. Actually, my one of my older brothers, both my brothers, had them for a long time because I was just like, to me, they were great trophies, but. It was about continuing to get better, get another one, work for hard. And it wasn't about the trophies. It wasn't about the rings. So I let my family. My dad had it for a while. My older brother, Jerry, had it. Other brother, Nikki, had it for a while. And then once I got to Green Bay, uh, probably like two, three years here, I finally missed them. And I said, you know what, guys, can I, can I get my, my rings back? <laughs> so that was a fun conversation with my family, trying to get my rings back uh, in the house. All right. Um, you know, they, they came out with the NFL 100 ratings. I think we've touched on this before, but I want to compare that. A little bit, yeah. yeah I want to compare that to the Madden rating and how much it's paid attention to. All right. And then there was yes. a, there's kind of a big story that came out maybe yesterday on LeBron James' son, Bronny. Bronny is in your world of, uh, of being a great athlete and a right. big time gamer. And Bronny just signed a deal. It's a gamer's deal. And I'm wow. curious your thoughts on that. We'll, we'll touch on that. So NFL 100 and a little Bronny conversation as we come back. This is Game On with Amon Green, brought to you by the Budget Bicycle Center on Regent Street, inside the Mike Keller Show, presented by White Claw Heart Seltzer. On Fox Sports 1070, the game and the iHeart Radio app. From the depths of the sea, back to the black snoop doggy dog, monkey at the, the, the dot It's Game On with Amon Green. Amon Green all by himself. Game On. 10, touchdown. Game On with Amon Green. 98 yards and a Lambo leap. On Fox Sports 1070, the game. Yeah, yeah. Back with you as we continue Game On with Amon Green inside the Mike Heller Show. John Adias also with us in studio. Uh, more important, Amon Green, when ratings came out either from the NFL Network, which is a player's rating system of the top 100, 
or an ESPN Top 100 or the Madden rating? Which of those is – list them in order of importance. Hmm. Great question, Mike. Um, Thank you. I'll have to say recommend order. So you got ESPN, you got Madden, and what was the third? The, well, the NFL Network Top 100, which is NFL voted on Network. by players. Okay. Um, <laughs> among players, I would to say it's a probably Madden first. Yeah. E, an NFL Network, and then ESPN. Yeah. In that order. Yeah, that would make sense opinion. to me. But Madden was always that was the most talked about, right? And yes. And people would would uh, would complain. How do they make me a you know a, a ninety one instead of a ninety four? What you know, right? I mean, that was a deal. Right. Is um, you, you uh, did that a sought after topic this time of the year? Yeah, you did that. You were worried that, that bothered you. I, it bothered me. I wasn't worried. It bothered me. Yeah, because it's just like, where are you getting this information? Right. From? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how did you come to this conclusion? <laughs> so, uh, Aaron Rodgers is number seven among quarterbacks uh, in this ESPN top one hundred, number twenty three overall, but seven among quarterbacks. I think that's fair. I think uh, I get that. I mean, all it's doing is basing what you've done and where you are now. It's a projection. So, you know, you get to do it on the field. I mean, the projection doesn't matter, but some people pay well, attention to. Seven seems to be fair. And by the way, guys, we, yeah. Mon, we were talking about what kind of a numbers we you expect out of uh, Aaron Rodgers this season. Here's what ESPN said about Rodgers for his 2020 projection. 3,800 passing yards, 26 touchdowns, and nine interceptions. Hey, Mike, Never they got their picks. Down. Yeah, but he didn't he go up in touchdowns. He wanted, Mike wants, I wanted, uh, I want th- uh, what Mike did he wants more interceptions. He had 26 and four, I think, last year, right? Yeah. And what I was looking for, Amon, is 32 and right. seven. Mm, so I'd like to see 30. more picks. Oh. <laughs> he wants Rodgers. Because to... I want him to throw the ball into what, yeah, I want him to throw some receivers Take open. Some chances. Not He's so Brett risk Favre, averse. Like... He's like John Audius heading into a roundabout. <laughs> John's heading into a roundabout. If there are cars coming, he will stop. He's not going to yield to various speed. He just comes to a full on stop until the roundabout is clear. Right. And that's right. that's what Aaron Rodgers does. That up, I'm, but yes. Well, that's a little exaggeration. Right, it's called right. hyperbole. Right. But, but I mentioned it to you years ago, or during my time on the show so far, uh, us working together, that his rookie year between the time he got there in 05 to the time he took over the reins in two thousand eight, Mike McCarthy always preached touchdown, check down, live to the next play. And we've seen that. So either throw it away, take a sack. Scrambled out of bounds is what he does. Or he, he get, you know, and fans are upset. Why is he taking a sack? Or why did he throw that ball away that way? You know, all the way out of bounds. Well, that's why, because it's been put in his head since the McCarthy regime. And it was a part of game planning. And so I would hear it every day. It was in my head. So I knew that he was not going to take risks in the balls because it was basically being pre-programmed on our, like I told you, our game week from Monday through Friday. Saturday well, and Sunday. He needs to reprogram him on from the Is Mike that? Heller school of quarterbacking. <laughs> needs an update. I'll, I don't think he's going to go there. He's no, not going to listen to me. You're probably right. He's not going to listen to me either way. But if the, if he, I'll tell you what. This is what's going to happen. If he goes right. 33, 34, 32, 33, 34, and 7, if he throws 7 picks, 
Packers have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Guys, if he goes 33. He throws less than seven interceptions. They have no chance. Okay. If he, how about this? How does that make so, any so sense? So it depends on that. <laughs> it sounds like it's the ratio. It's the ratio of touchdown to uh, I just want him to take some more chances. If he does more of that, he'll throw oh, okay. more touchdowns. How about this? If he so. goes 33-7 and seven with what um, you might assume would be less passing attempts, right? Because um, – you Lafleur, I assume that Lafleur wants to run the football more. That means right. he's way more efficient than he was this past season, with less attempts, with thirty-three touchdowns. They're probably winning a lot of games, and he's probably an MVP candidate. Like okay. that's the way. If I if yes. Rodgers throws thirty-three touchdowns, he's an MVP candidate. Not that he's the MVP, but he. I think he'd have to be so efficient to do that. I'm not saying he couldn't do it. I don't know. That's the way I look at it. Right. Well, you're looking at Pat Mahomes. They got him projected at around 33 as well. And he, and we, and we already know. Are we having a party over there, Amon? Somebody just what hit is the, going on? <laughs> somebody's, somebody's playing some music. Yeah. Nope. I don't know what is going on right yeah, now. What, Sorry what kind that. of website are you on right now, Amon Green? That's a, the, what it's inquiring mind. I'm on a know. sports website. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there we go. Didn't Sorry sound, about that. Didn't sound very it sporty was a video to me. Of Pat, it was a video of Pat Mahomes <laughs> opening his Super Bowl ring. He just got engaged. Uh, By the way, their Super Bowl rings, they pay a tax uh, on their Super Bowl rings. Do they? And it, Well, they don't pay for the rings, but they are taxed on it like as though it's yeah. income. And... The average tax hit there is eleven k. That's a bit. That's a that's earned. I, I don't care. That's, that's a that's ring. Earned. Yeah, I'll pay that. No problem. Yeah. I and it. how often was <laughs> how often did that ring get worn? Uh I say my national title rings. I really be honest, didn't really wear them a whole lot. I could probably count on one hand because of the events, yeah. a golf event or a banquet that I got invited to. That's when I would wear it. Right. I didn't casually just wear it every day. No. Um, you know, I was, I'm this, it's on the wall. It's in the box. It's in my closet. Chilling. Photo ops. Just for, just for yeah. some photo ops. Exactly. Photo yeah. ops. I wear it every now and then to, uh, appearances that I have here in the Wisconsin area. Um, that's about it. But, but I'm in, I'm in the enemy territory with those. Rings anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to see that. Ring, it's the, the other big red I around here. No, I don't want to see that. I, in I come from ring. the true big red down in Lincoln, Nebraska, and then this is the other big red, you know, up here. That's what I say. Don't bring that to red. Madison, I'm on. Yeah. Um, by the hey, way, I will. What you gonna do about it, John? <laughs> like, no, absolutely, oh. absolutely nothing. nothing. Hey. Amon just wow. talked about how he liked the contact during welcome, practices. Welcome Gilbert Brown back to the show. What you gonna do about it? Jeez. Beat you in the parking lot. Beat you up. Amon, oh, you would break man. my shoulder um, just running into no. me. I'd yeah, probably I break several bones. Um, no, but okay. So speaking of these rings, and um, is it McCole Hardman for the Kansas City Chiefs? Uh, Hardman, McCole Hardman. Okay, yeah, wide so, receiver, very fast. All right, so here is. Very fast. I don't know if you guys heard this. I'm going to try to play this as loud as I can. Here is uh, he was videotaped opening his ring, and this is his reaction. Take a listen. It's it's really funny stuff. Oh, he dropped it. <laughs> he dropped it. <laughs> you can't hey, drop it. Y'all see he dropped my ring? Y'all see that? Ring? Y'all gonna put it on there? Oh, y'all can't do that <laughs> That's pure elect. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Right there. That's like a five-year-old yes. saying you got access to all the candy in this store. <laughs> that kid won't even know what to do with themselves. Well, the okay? ring is the the ring is the deal. I think people, uh, uh, cynics in sports, say it's all about the money. Yeah, the money is really important. It is really important. But the ring, but but the ring, but. Mm, it's all about the ring. So, so as we were before we got distracted with all the no, the noise and music from my headset there, uh, where I'm coming from. So last year, Pat Mahomes had was 26 and five for touchdowns to interceptions and Super Bowl champ MVP year before with 50 touchdowns and just one game short of the Super Bowl with the England Patriots, the holding penalty that didn't get that was called, but then it was another offsize penalty or something like that. Remember in that AFC championship game. So that's where we kind of leave it. So I'd rather be a Super Bowl champion than another MVP champion, Mike. Well, I, I'm I'm with you. I think you know Giannis is going to win his second straight MVP. Uh, I think that he'd trade it in a heartbeat for an NBA championship. the The championship just means so much more than the individual accolade. Yes. You know, and yes. listen, I mean the the whole the whole view of Brett Favre is different because they didn't win the second Super Bowl. Now, Favre, first ballot Hall of Famer and one of the greats of all time, but he's viewed differently if they win two or three. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, same concept. They win a Super Bowl. The next year they're 15-1, and one, but they're out after the bye week, and they've never been back to the Super Bowl. His legacy viewed differently based on the team result. You know, we all say it's about individual stuff. Uh, listen, Aaron Rodgers viewed as one of the great quarterbacks of all time if he's got three Super Bowl rings instead of one. Yeah, I mean, that's a great conversation piece, I'll say. But not much difference because people still know uh, the damage that can be done when they're on point. Regardless of what they win or didn't win, between Aaron, Brett, or any other position or player on that field that has played the game that's been in that position, at the end of the day, they got the respect from either fans and or players because they know on a good day, number four can do his thing. Or as uh, Stephen A. says about Aaron, that's a bad man. He's earned that respect regardless of what he's able, what his record says is what I'm trying to say, basically. Well, uh, here's 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 yes. the rub that that there is the difference, and the difference is um, if you ask the greatest of all time, the goat for quarterbacks, number one on most people's list now is Brady because of wins. Number two, True. or other people still have as number one, Montana because of True. Super that, Bowl wins. 
Those two guys, their their stats don't dwarf others, but their championships do, and they're listed as one, two, in whatever order you want to put them, of the greatest of all time, and it's because of the rings, not because of their, just because of their stats. It's a combination. Well, Brady's got the stats more so than Montana, but yeah. Yeah. But he also has the rings more so than anyone else. He played longer. Yeah. He played longer than Montana. For sure. Montana played what? 13, 14 years. How old was Joe Montana, do you think, when he retired? I'm going to look that up. Uh, 36. Was he 40? Late late 30s, early 40s. We can look it up. He finished in Kansas City. I'm going to say say mid to late 30s. I will will say 37 is my number. What? Amon's right? Uh, What did you say, Amon? 40 or 41? 38. 38. I was close. Yeah. 38. And just think about Brady. Brady's 42. (laughs) I know I'm 43. He's still I'm going. just like, oh, yes. Come on, look at the captain. Yeah, if you were a quarterback, let me. if you were a quarterback, come on, you'd still be, still playing. be playing. You were left. Oh, left handed. Sure. Yeah, I'm lefty too. Yeah. Oh my god, I would have thrown so many defensive backs off. You and Jim Zorn, as, as, Mark as, Yeah, we would have we would have confused people. We were like, oh, man, I thought you was a little righty. I'm like, nah, bro, because yeah. that is so much a difference in the game from when I used to hear linebackers and DBs. Say, man, I thought you was right-handed. I went to strip the ball. I went yeah. for the wrong hand. What were and your like, career passing statistics? I was 50, 50%. One, with, uh, one for two or two one, for four? One for, one for two with uh, Donald Driver touchdown reception in Detroit Lion game. Yeah. Oh six. Yeah. Oh six. What happened McCarthy on the incompletion? It. Uh, it was – during Sherman's time, and it was against Cleveland Browns. It was an incomplete. I just it was coverage, and so I threw it out of the end zone. I was oh, smart. so you threw it away? Oh yeah, oh, nice. That's what it was you're in Lambo to too. I was hoping I was going to get that one. That was a home game. Yeah, in Lambo. Yeah, one for uh, two, uh, twenty yards passing and a touchdown. You had a quarterback yeah. rating of one twenty-five. Dang, Ooh, look at that. That's what I'm talking about right yeah. there. Madden, stick it to you right there. You know, right, <laughs> me throwing the ball and and and, and uh, getting pressured. <laughs> Here's a fun fact, by the way, guys, about Joe Montana. I just brought up his stats to see how old he was. Uh, most passing touchdowns in a year was 31 in 1987. Led the league that year. He also led the league one other year. Ooh. 1982. Now, was there something going Ooh. on with 82? Was that a... 82 is a strike short. Strike, that was a strike year. Okay, because yeah. it, it does. It looked very odd to me. As something's going on here. Nine games played, 17 touchdowns led the league that year. Yeah. So yeah. twice. 31 is his uh, career high. All right. Uh, you have some stuff prepared for when we come back. I'm on. You want to do a little... Yes, we do. Yeah, what are we going to do? We got this or that, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't know. All right, a little, uh, little this or that. Plus, we're one hour, 60 minutes away from Bucks Heat Game 2. We'll get some perspective on that on your Twitter poll that we'll give you an update on. We'll let, let Amon weigh in on Bucks Heat Game 1 and what might happen later today. We'll play a little this or that. All of that coming up as we continue inside Game On with Amon Green. In the Mike Heller Show, presented by White Claw Heart Seltzer. On Fox Sports 1070, the game and the iHeartRadio app. And I lost my light, for I toss and turn, I can't sleep at night. Once I ran to you, now I run from you. This tainted love you've given, I give you all a boy could give This 
Back with you on the Mike Keller Show. And the 4 o'clock hour Wednesdays on the program features Game On with Amon Green. Amon Green's on the line. John Audius sits with me. And as we do, let, let, first, before we get into this or that, uh, Game 2 Bucks Heat is one hour from now. The Bucks will win Game 2, correct, Amon Green? I'm hungry. He might have muted himself, John. Hold on a second. Let me uh see if we can get, get him on to work yeah, out. Yeah, we'll see if we can get him on green. Just a couple bucks. Yeah. Heard yeah, there, he there he is. There he is. All right. Yes. Twitter poll yes. question today. Will the Bucks win game two against the Heat? Yes. Yeah, that's the right answer. Yes. See, just like this or that, yeah, there are on. right answers and wrong answers. So That's the no right answer. Amon got it right. Okay. No, it's no brainer, and they still got that taste of last year's loss to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Okay, in the back of their throats. Yep, yep. They're gonna they're gonna take this win. Yep. Take this win. Exactly. Now, from one competition to another, time for oh. a little what this or that. What is it, competition? Yeah. What is it? Huh? I don't know. There's no scoring right? system. Well, I don't know how this I, works. You guys don't have a scoring well, system. I have a scoring system. There's no bracketology. Nothing. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm it's the number questions. one seed. Of course, it's there's bracketology. Yeah. This fun conversational. All right. Question. Well, let's have some fun and let's win. Let's go. <laughs> All right. All right. This or that of the week. First item on the list. This is terms of, I say, comfortability or com- being comfortable. Sure. Yeah. I think I made up a yeah. word there, but yep. that's all that's good. Okay. You know what I meant? Sneakers or heels? Oh, I don't. Sneakers or heels? John, do you wear heels? I don't. Okay. Um,. Yeah, uh, sneakers. But the hypothetically. Oh, the hypothetical. You, yes, well, that's I what said, this is. Yeah, so, I mean, they're, they're uh, sneakers, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They're, I mean, they're built to be more you. comfortable. Can you imagine what it would feel like to wear heels for, like, nope. two hours? Nope. And you had to do, like, walking? Is it good? It, I know exactly be, how it feels. Would it strengthen I, your calves? <laughs> what do you, what oh, do you mean? Keep what? going. Oh, Excuse breaking me? news. Hello? No, I'm just saying because of playing football and when you have somebody – tape your foot the wrong way, then you know how a foot feels in a pair of high heels. Why would they tape All your foot the history. wrong way? Yeah, what happens because there? Because it's a new trainer, and you got a new trainer, rookie trainer that doesn't know your foot, doesn't know the tight spots, the sore spots. When you get with that good trainer, they know without you saying a word. But somebody that's new, you just got to get used to them. You got to train them. To, hey, I need it this tight. I don't need it that tight. Okay, so let's, let's, let's pause. That's, let's, how a, hold on, that's let's, a high heel shoe. Let's pause for a, a second heel. because, uh, it, okay, uh, I'm not picking on you. John Audius. Okay. But my guess is Uh-oh. you've never had your ankles taped. No. Amon, obviously you did all the time, and I have had my ankles taped too. Um, yeah. Can you explain what that feels like? Because a lot of people have not had their ankles True. taped, and it is a really strange feeling. It, it, so explaining it is, it's basically ankle support for most sports. I say any field sport, football, baseball, basketball, um, some, I'm not sure if hockey players get their ankles taped, but I know sometimes track athletes do from long jumping to um, cross country distance, you know, long distance yeah. running. So it basically gives you extra ankle support or you could get the ankle brace that you could tie on like the, right. the uh, sock but that when, you could buy. From but when you get that, when you get that ankle taped, uh, it, it, your ankle has very little flexibility, at least initially, right? I mean, initially, it's, yes. it's, it's snug <laughs> and you're like walking and I can't even bend, hardly bend my ankle forward. You could end up walking kind of flat footed for a, for a bit. For a bit. Yeah. And with the wrong trainer, you could basically lose circulation. Yeah. 
um, you got to cut the tape job off and get it done again, maybe yeah. by the same person or maybe by an experienced trainer. So this was a necessity yeah. to have the right trainer. And it was almost like it was a thing where you didn't you if it just it just happened. Yeah. You didn't talk. It, it was no it was no communication. It was no eye contact. It was no expression, expression, explanation. Well, I can't yeah. even say that word right yeah. now. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Explanation. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it just happened. It's just like right. one of them things you you put you you, you sit down in the the table, the trainer starts taping your ankle, wrapping around, and they just kind of give you a nice pat. You're all done, and you as soon as you step down, you'll know out of that chair, yeah, out of that table, you know, oh, this is a good tape job. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And my guy was Flea Brian Engel, who is the head trainer now. He's still there today in Green Bay. That was my guy from day one. I didn't have to say a word. He yeah. did that tape job. It was putting on like a brand new glove. It uh, felt like a glove. And that's why the right that's why the right answers was sneakers over heels, uh, because of ankle yep, tapes. Okay, yeah, here we go. I went with sneakers right. too. All yeah. right, here we go. We went forever for that one answer, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next item. Sweet. So I'll say more like food here. Sweet or salty. Yeah, I, I have a I have a really distinct sweet tooth. So, um, and I do go both, but uh, if you had to ask, I'm I'm going sweet. I'm going yeah. salty. I am. I mean, I I enjoy sweets every once in a while, but I'm not. I, I, every once in a while, I'll be like, oh man, I want uh, ice cream or if man, I want a, some chocolate. Well, if they got a table every that has cookies on it here, I will not walk by that table yeah, without taking a cookie. Yeah. If they got a table Especially. with with chips on it, I might walk by it. And if they have a table with chips, I'm thinking long and hard about should I get some chips. I should probably just snack on some chips. If, if there's chocolate chip cookies or salt and vinegar chips, I'm stopping. <laughs> salt and vinegar. I just I'm had both. salt and vinegar chips. Stopped today. on both. Yeah. All right. Yes. All right. All right. Next item on the list. Another food one. Um, sushi or tacos? Tacos, but I do like sushi. Uh, but I, I, I'm particular about my sushi. I like it with. Uh, I like spicy tuna rolls and California rolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not really, uh, I'm not very risky on my sushi, and it's and it has to have soy and it has to have wasabi. Yeah, I, I want, worse. I want to heat it up a little bit. I want to clear so out the nasal passages. I knew it. I was like, that sounds like you need it cooked. When you said all that, yeah, it's like for well, I know I, I I want I want my sinuses to clear that like that horseradish. I mean, oh, I need yeah. wasabi. The wasabi. Yeah. The wasabi. Are you being serious right now? Yeah. How does that help your taste of food? Do you have your sinuses cleared? I've never understood this. I've never I, understood why people like really spicy things. To me, it's like, well, how is that? That that's just like a do weird you have wasabi reaction. at all on your sushi? I don't ever use it. You don't? No. Have you ever tried? It, I just tried like that, to pick at it. It, like, gives, this it gives that gross. sting to it. Yeah. That yeah sting. I, like, I call I like, it sting. I like sting, but that sting along with uh, soy and the 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 sushi is good. I like that, but it, I mean the answer was easy on tacos over sushi for me. I'm going tacos yeah. too, Amon. I, I was taco. I yeah. was tacos as well. Yeah. Yep. All around taco. Taco Tuesday. Yes, indeedy. All right. Next item on the list: Ed Sheeran or Justin Bieber. Uh, Ed Sheeran. Are you? Yeah. Uh, I'm. Oh, I'm going. Nice. I like it. Straight yeah. to the point. He's the. Me guy. too. I was Eddie. I was Eddie too. Yeah. I'm going well. with Justin Bieber. He's a Bieber man. He's a Biebs. I feel he like his, Biebs. I feel like his his. I kind. I like him. I like the Justin. Listen, I don't really like Justin Bieber overall, but I like the Justin Bieber now with like the tattoos, and he's just kind of a a dude with a mustache. <laughs> You know what I mean? As compared like, to like the little kid, polished, like here's this pop star we're presenting to the world kind of guy. 
Right. He's a 20 something that seems like he's 40. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly. Like perfect description of Justin Bieber right now. Yeah. All right. Next item on the list. Night in or night out. Hmm. By the way, Justin Bieber's 26. He does seem like he's I know. 40. That's what I said. He's 20 something. Yes. But he's like 40. He acts like he's 40. All right. So the, the, the night in or night yeah, out? Night, night in or in night out. Or night I, out. I, I think COVID has gotten me to the point where I'll take the night out. Listen, I, I, I've, I, I'm out all the time anyway because of Red and White, the wine bar. I'm yep. pretty much out yep. at the wine bar five to six nights a week. So in, in that conversation, I could use a, a couple of nights in. However, give me the choice uh, in. In these times of a night out or a night in, I want the night out. Uh, we've, we've been in a ton because of COVID-19. Right. I agree. I'm night out as well. I'm with you there, John. Yeah, everybody's been night in at my household, so night out would be great. I th- you know, I, I remember when you go out and you have, like, drinks, like, before, like, a meal. Like, that's fun, right? Was that fun? Do you guys remember that? I always liked that. Yeah. So I want to experience that again sometime. Then you get the right. food. Oh. Mm-hmm. For what? Type it off. I'm just going out and having drinks before like a meal. I forgot what that's like. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's been a while. You should do it. Yeah. I got a place for you to go. Uh, Never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say it yet. Oh, okay. He's good. Wow. He give you a chance to get it out, Mike. Yeah. Oh, Mont Green has been to, Mont Green lives uh, 130 miles away and he's been at Red and White like four three more times, times than three, three times? or four times. Yeah, yeah oh, three yeah. at least three times. Three he's times as many as times. I have, yes. Yeah. All right. You got to step your game up, John. I know. All right. Here we go. Festival or f- rave? Festival or rave? Um. I. I okay. So I go to. The, I. I like music festivals. So I'm a festival guy. So. Me too. Yeah. No, I'm festival. So, yeah. Festival is the right answer. Well, the reason I picked rave on the podcast what? is because Amon told me the story about. A rave in Green Bay that was in a cornfield or something? Yeah, when I first got traded here, Mike, I my neighbors had young, I won't say young, but they were high school age kids, and they were telling me one day because I was playing games, playing video games with them, and the conversation got on going to a rave in a cornfield not far from uh, the De Pere area. I said, "What? Are y'all doing what? Where? At what time?" I was yeah. like a concerned uncle at that time. I'm like, "No, no, 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 no! You don't do that." What are you doing in the middle of a cornfield? You should not be in the middle of a cornfield at 2 a.m. raving out. Right. So, yeah. So I was like, no to raves. I'm a festival guy, too. I just yeah. want to go to the cornfield. See what's John, like John there. wants to go to the cornfield. Mr. Conservative wants to go to the rave. Let's go to the rave. And he wants to go. As I say, you go hard in the paint. You yeah. Going, there you go. Is that what it's just like Terry Crews and White Chicks. You seen that movie, White Chicks? With Terry Crews? I have not. I have never seen it. I know. Oh, I, come on, John. You're missing I, comedy gold. I know. Comedy gold. <laughs> I never watched it. Okay. I never watched it. Sorry. Just, well, so download it, rent it, red box it, whatever you need to do. Go get white checks with Marlon and Damon Wayne yeah. and Terry Crews. <laughs> and just fast forward to the scene where he's in the club and he's raving out because he <laughs> took uh, a Molly or ecstasy or something. And he's going ham on the dance floor. <laughs> so check it out. <laughs> All right, next item, last item on the list of today, this or that is Nutella or peanut butter. Well, that's that's a no-brainer. Now, my wife wants me to say Nutella, and I'm saying Jiffy, and it's all day long. It's creamy. It, it or is, creamy. It's, it's Jiff, and it's and it's forever, and it's creamy, and that's it. Okay. 
There is no other oh, peanut right. butter in my house that I will open the cover to. And we have had Nutella and we've had the natural peanut butter. And I'm telling you, it is Jif all day, every day. Picky Mothers choose Jif. <laughs> that must have been since you were a kid. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm Nutella. I'm a chocolate guy. Uh, like I said, chocolate chip cookies. Yes. But I can't do I, I, I discipline myself. Just a couple scoops out because if you go ham, that's not good. It's a lot of sugar in there. Yeah. I was going to say Nutella should be illegal in some states because, like, how how are you supposed to stop eating that sometimes? It's it's oh, really, it's, really that's, good. That, that's why I said self-discipline, John. I know, but some, some of us don't have it like you, Amon. You oh, you got to develop it then. So just because of that gotta, fact that you, it's impossible to stop, I'll go with peanut butter because I can stop with peanut what butter. You, what you got to do, have your wife tie you up, open the Nutella jar. Hold and on. Leave it in Hold on. Hold, please. Our girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going, Amon, yeah. I didn't know where. <laughs> So now remember, this is not the I'm podcast. This kidding. is over the okay, air, so be that. careful. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Trust either. But one significant of you. other, daughter, tie down a tie you down and put a Nutella jar in front of your face for over an hour. You'll you'll fight that. You'll fight it off. Okay. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a strategy right there. I was worried there for a moment. Um, I had I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich today on my way in. I have I have Jiffy. Or Jif too often, but I'm a Jif guy, and that's the winning vote on today's This or That. Oh, Lord. It happened again. Another win. Um, All right, Amon Green. uh, By the time when we talk again next week, it will be one day before the NFL opens its season in Kansas City and four days before Packers and Vikings in Minnesota. Uh, that's almost here, man. It is almost here. Um, yeah. Amon Green, thank you, sir. Hey, no problem, Mike. Thank you, John. Have a good day. Thanks, Amon. Amon Green. Game on with Amon Green. Brought to you by Budget Bicycle Center on Regent Street. And as always, you can check out the Amon uh, Green's Gamers Lounge podcast. It's on the iHeartRadio app. Are you involved in that? Uh, I am. We did that show today. It was awesome. All right. Uh, 5 o'clock hour of the program will feature Brian Posick. He'll join us at 5.20. A what's update happens next. The Bucks tip off against the Heat in 38 or uh, 38 minutes or so. We'll get to that conversation as we continue. This is the Mike Heller Show presented by White Claw Hearts Health. On Fox Sports 1070, the game at the iHeartRadio app. That I'm thinking that he frontin' on me, man. Get the farm off my stage. I'm the semen. Get the farm off my Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.